Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Imagine a sharp, stabbing pain on your skin. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful, blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. Today's show is pre-recorded. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better ask. Hat on, hat on, suit on, looking like the Capitan, giving them all just like a million bucks, bucks, things in his cup. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh yeah, listen to me. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Come on. Do your thing, Big Daddy. Uh-huh. 
I sure will. Good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. <laughs> Man, what an amazing blessing God has given me. My health, my dreams, all of it, God gave it to me. I accept it. I work hard, but man, oh man, oh man, I work hard is something that he gave me, a gift. And that's what I want to talk to you about today, because God has gifted everyone. So I can't help but believe it. You are gifted in some way. Something about you is special and unique. That doesn't mean you're the only one that can sing, or you're the only one that can write, or you're the only one that can draw, or you're the only one that can decorate, or you're the only one that can network, or you're the only one. That, that's not what it means. Or you have a great scientific mind, or you can figure things out, or you're good at problem solving. You're not the only one. But you are a unique individual. Nobody will travel the exact path that you're on. Nobody will have everything happen in a series of uh, circumstances in, in, in the order that you're going to have it happen to you. That's what I mean when I say that you are unique. But now, because you are gifted, you know, you have something you have to do. You know, there's a scripture. It's in Proverbs, Proverbs 18 and 16. I've been trying to be a little bit better at that for you, you know. So when I have an idea and I know where it is, I have somebody look the scripture up for me and hand it to me. So it's in Proverbs 18, 16. And this is the layman's term of it. It says, a man's gift make room for him and brings him before great men. It is your gift that will make room for you. Now, my interpretation of this is is this. Now, I could be wrong. Please go to your local church, synagogue, temple, mosque, whatever you do, and go get clarification. But what my gift has done in making room for me is I've taken it almost in the literal sense. My gift has actually made room for me. It has cleared paths for me. My gift has opened up doors for me. That's what I take it as it'll make room for you. My gift has is broadened my ability to travel. My gift has opened my eyes to fashion. My gift has caused me to be able to uh, provide for my family. My gift has caused me to be able to, to reach more people. That's what I'm saying in terms of it will make room for you. There may be another interpretation. I'm just telling you how I took it. And it's worked out pretty good for me to that understanding. But I'm pretty sure Bishop Jakes, Joel Osteen, Kenneth Olmer, you know, got Glenn Staples, Bishop Glenn Staples. These guys give you a much better understanding of it. I'm just giving it to you, you know, way I know how. So I don't know. I just like to keep it right there. But and then it says that it brings you before great men. I mean, you know, it's going to take you places. It's going to take you places you never thought of going. You're going to meet people because of your gift. I told my son, who, who two of them are good photographers, you'll be taking pictures of great men. And then I mess with them. You already take pictures of your daddy. You know, I'm messing with them like that. But that's just me and them just kicking it. But, you know, but one day, who knows? You could be shooting the president. You know, you could be shooting some foreign dignitaries. You know, you could be shooting great sport events. You know, you never know where it could take you. But that's your gift. What, what you got to do is you got to get to move and know. See, you can't have your gift and not do nothing with it. See, you know what that reminds me of? It, it's something that, that that my father used to say, get up off your butt because you're sitting on a gold mine. He say that all the time. 
Boy, get up off your butt and move it because you sitting on the gold mine. I never really quite got that when I was little, but now that I'm an adult, I got it full well. See, a lot of you are sitting. You're sitting on a talent or a gift that you have. You're sitting on an ability. I don't care if it's making cakes or pies. That's a gift, man. That's a talent. I don't care if it's the ability to do hair. That's a gift, man. Half of you are gifted. A lot of us are gifted, and we sitting on it. Looking at other people wondering, what can I do to make it? You already got something to make it with. If you would just get up off your behind, man, quit sitting on that gold mine. Some of you are tech savvy. Just a whiz is when it comes to engineering and putting stuff together and cables and wires and, and computers and stuff. And now you steady looking around trying to figure out, man, wonder what I can go do. How about you go do that? You know, this it ain't that hard, man, if you would just take note of what God has given you already. He has given you a gift already. He has already given you a talent. Now, the fact that you ain't using it and you sitting on your tail somewhere, what uh, now now who fault is who what are we talking about? Well what what you you blaming God for that? Man, I tell you what, I sit around people all the time who are gifted. And I'm looking at their gifts and they steady complaining about what they don't have, but will not get up off their behind and use the gifts that God gave them. And it's frustrating. It's got to be frustrating for you if you're doing it, because it's frustrating for me when I see it. So when these people come to me and ask me for help, I just keep going the same thing over and over. Help yourself, man, do for you. Use your gift. It's a cat sitting behind the wall right now that's locked up. That's so good at artistry. This cat's in there tattooing everybody. Man, get out. Do it the right way. Quit selling drugs, man. You ain't going nowhere selling no drugs. You're going to jail. And if that don't do it, somebody going to get tired of you selling drugs because they're going to want to sell them over there and they're going to kill you. Let's just keep this thing real for just a second here. Come on, man. Get up off your butt because you're sitting on a gold mine. And you sit up here, somebody always looking for a shortcut to the top. Ain't no shortcut. Somebody told me this the other day, man. The road to success is always under construction. It ain't paved. It's got detour signs on it. It's got slow men working. Sometimes they flip the stop sign. You got to sit there and wait. Sometimes they got slow there's traffic, there's accidents, somebody on the road holding up things with a flat tire, it's nails, it's gravels, it's spike, it's everything. The road to success is always under construction. It ain't getting ready to be easy just because you done decided to do it. But don't sit around on your behind and complain all the time about what you don't have. My daddy said it, man. Get up off your butt because you're sitting on the gold mine. You got a gift. You got a talent. You got something that you can do that could make a way for you, but you won't do it. It is within you. Stop looking around. Here's where people waste the most time on the road to success, looking around at somebody else, trying to figure out, man, how can I do what they did? Do what you do. You ain't Jay-Z. You ain't. Sorry. I got a couple of your homies told you you rap better than him, but you're not Jay-Z. Really, you're not. You know, all of us done shot at him, but we ain't Richard Pryor. A nice shot, Steve. Bernie, D.L., all of us took some great shots at it. We not him. Do what you can do. Do you. Do your gift. 
quit complaining about what you don't have. Get up off your butt because you're sitting on a gold mine. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, let me have your undivided attention. This is the voice of the one and only. Now, I said that one time and somebody said, well, that's an arrogant thing to say. You're the one and only. Well, do you know another one? (laughs) That's the question. You know, you can be the one and only two if you say it. You know, because there's only one. Of, I'm one of one. You are one of one. Now, the fact that I realize that, recognize that, and acknowledge it, why I got to be arrogant? I am the one and only. Of all the eight billion people on planet Earth right now, ain't nobody got the fingerprint I got. Now, in prior life, I tried to scrape off my thumb and index finger full print. Stop saying that. <laughs> well, I tried to when I was younger because I was, it was to help me, you know, with identification process. But God changed me. So now I, I have all my fingertips. I'm just fine. You're good. You're good. Yeah. You can lay them on. You can run them through the computer if you want to. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Harvey Morning Show, filled with gratitude. Thank you, God, for waking us up this morning, giving us another shot at a new day, another opportunity. No matter how it's going, I know one thing for sure. This too shall pass. Know that. Amen. All of it. Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Mississippi Monica, Jr., government name, Kill Space, and the legend that is the growing legend of Nephew Tommy <laughs> slash Thomas Miles. Slash miles of giving, hmm. slash nephew Tommy experience, slash Thomas Miles tour dates. You get to decide which one of them you want to go with and join in on the confusion for all the rest of us. Right when I think you're saying something yeah. good. I thought it was it's not going to end like that. Not yeah, it's, I can't, I can't stay like that. I just said it ain't in me. It's not. Yeah, what's going on, everybody? Junior, what's going on your mind? Welcome back. Uh, Steve, all that. 
Yeah. Uncle Steve, welcome back, Uncle Steve. All that, man. But let me ask you, you know, you said something about scraping off fingerprints. How, you know, how much crime was you doing before the law? You can't say it wasn't it. much. Junior, Junior. Junior. No, it was a good. That's a good question. It wasn't much. Uh-huh. And you have no answer, much. no answer, no responses. What is no, I have an answer for that. <laughs> Go ahead. Most of mine, Junior, was out of necessity. You know, okay. it was just things that I had to do, like, you know, like stuff like eating, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Basic you stuff. <laughs> you had to eat. Brown okay. Derby Restaurant, Kent, Ohio, uh, no longer exists, so they can't come get me. The Statue of Limitations, I know all the laws. Um, oh, you do? I would go down there on Sunday, dress up, because I used to miss my mama's cooking, and I first freshman in college, I used put my suit on to go down there every Sunday and eat and then get up and walk out. It's just, I had it going up. I had done yeah. it for about six months. Hmm. I think they was on to me, but I was decently dressed, so I think the manager kind of just let me go. He said, this poor kid, and he needs something. Yeah. Not order. Yeah. And mess around, I told a dude, buddy of mine one time, he said, man, why you be going every Sunday with that suit on? I said, I go down to the restaurant and eat. Man, can I go with you? I said, yeah, but listen to me. Don't order nothing crazy. And then we walk out when I say walk out. He ordered everything on the menu. <laughs> All right, guys. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour. Over. Steve Harvey is everything back. <laughs> the nephew is here to run that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? Uh, we're making sure we got uh, pictures, Shirley, for everybody's. You know, when your funeral coming, you know, you want to get your picture now. Mm-hmm. That way your that way your program looks the way you want it to look after you're gone. You know, you don't want nobody representing you the wrong way. So this right here is FPC. <laughs> FPC, Funeral Picture Company. Let's go, Cat. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Darwin. Darwin. Uh, this is he. Hey, Darwin, how you doing? This is Frank with uh, FPC. We're trying to come down and um, see about if, uh, making an appointment with you uh, within the next week, if that's possible. For, for, for what there? Uh, we're supposed to come by. I'm with FPC. We wanted to, uh, we have FPC. you on file. What, what, what is that? What is FPC? Uh, sir, your name was left with us, and you're, you're, you're on, uh, on our file to actually come out and make an appointment with you so we can... Um, so we can get your picture taken. Uh, you must have the wrong number. I'm not. I'm not signed up to take no picture or anything, sir. Okay. Well, you are. You're Darwin, right? Yeah. Yes, I am Darwin. And you call Darwin, and that's who you call it. But anything about a picture? What? what what's up with a picture? Uh, we've got you on our schedule here, FPC. We have you on our schedule to um, to actually uh, for us to come out to your home and take your picture. Okay, FPC. Which company is that? What what, y'all, what type of picture am, would I be taking? I'm not taking no picture, but what what is FPC? Okay, you don't know anything about a photo being taken of you? Needing, needing no, to be sir. Taken? No. Okay. Uh, sir, FPC is, uh, we are, this is a funeral picture company. Who? What, funeral picture company. And what we do is funeral. we come out and take your picture, and we actually keep it on file. That way... When you do pass away, we have your picture for your program, and we have a nice picture for you. Oh, man. Look, I'm not dead right now. You're not taking no picture of me. Who is this again? My name is Frank. Frank. Oh, okay, Frank. You mean to tell me y'all taking pictures of people before they die just so you could have their picture on file? So we we keep it on file, and then you have a good picture on your program. And that's what... That's what uh, 
That's what we do. Like some, I ain't signed up for nothing like that. Who the hell signed me up for some like that? I'm, I'm not, not quite sure, but we're trying to schedule where we can come out uh, beginning of next week so we can get your picture taken. Next week, week after, you get picture when I'm dead. You're not taking no picture of me before I die. That, that don't sound right. Uh, sir, don't you want to have a good picture on your program? Sir, you're not taking no picture of me for no funeral arrangements that I'm not dead yet. I don't understand that. What the hell is this about? Nobody, who signed me up for it then? Tell me that much. Uh, sir, I don't have the actual person listed here on who signed you up, but I do have the number, and you are Darwin, Mr. Darwin, so... I didn't sign up for it, and I'm not taking no picture. Uh, uh, you guys run around taking pictures of people before they die just to have a good picture on file? That sounds like some man. I, I ain't never heard of no like that, sir. Okay, sir, are you, I mean, we have your address here. Are, are you uh, Are you available? I'm, no, I'm not available. I'm not available at all to take no picture for a funeral. That I'm not even dead yet. I don't I don't get that. That, that sounds like a bunch of and I, I, who the hell gave you my number? That's what I want to know. Sir, I'm not quite sure, but one thing we have to do is we have to follow through with our job. So what we're going to have to do is we I have to come out there and take a picture. No. So no, I, no, I, I, no. I don't want to, you know, create a problem, but I have to get a picture of you by next week. Oh, it's going to be a problem because you're not getting a picture of me for no funeral arrangement. Mr. Darwin, I have to come by your house at least by Friday at around 12 noon. I'll come by and get a picture Friday. of me. You ain't coming by my goddamn house no Friday. You a lie. Yeah, I be coming over here to try to get my picture. I got plenty of goddamn pictures in my house to put on the mother funeral program. I'm not taking no picture. That means I'm claiming to be dead. I'm not dead. That's some old bad little goddamn dead. I don't know who the you work for Frank, but you you got that. Sir, I work I work for FPC, sir. I work for FPC. I FCC my. You ain't not taking no picture of me. Don't come over here Friday. Talking about no got pistol. Okay, you but sir. You got pistol, and you and I hope they got your got picture on file. But that's a stupid got company you work for. I ain't never heard of nobody taking no picture before they die. I got millions of pictures in here for that program. And when I'm gone, what the f I care about what a picture look like or who had my god funeral. This will make you tell whoever the f you work for, they need to go find another f occupation. That don't make no god sense. You're not coming over here Friday, buddy. You come over here if you want to. Okay, uh, Mr. Darwin. Yes. Are you familiar with, with uh, Glenda? That, that's my wife. What, what the f you about to say now? I w all I want to do is say this, man. I just want to say Glenda the one that got me to prank phone call you. This is nephew Tommy, baby, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, huh? I'll be a Oh, boy, y'all done lost your head. I ain't never heard of no business like this. Some FPC funeral picture-taking well, man, I said my New Year's resolution, I was going to cut back on drinking, but you got me over here about to tip a bottle right now. Boy, nephew, you crazy. Oh, you crazy, man. Hey, come over here today about four and get a picture of Glenda. You don't take a picture. Y'all got me, baby. You got me, baby. I got you, man. You got me, man. I ain't never heard of no company like that. 
Hey, your wife put me up to it, man. You go. I tell you what, you tune in tomorrow morning, man. You gonna catch yourself on national radio. Hey, I'm gonna tell everybody, boy. They had me hot over here. I'm gonna don't tell Glenda, but I'm gonna have me a drink anyway. I was looking for an excuse to drink. <laughs> that right there, a funeral picture taken to put on fire. Boy, y'all done y'all done lost a half a mind in your head with that and that, buddy. <laughs> hey, man, I got to ask you something, man. Darwin, tell me this here, man. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Wake Up Show, buddy. <laughs> All right, thank you, nephew. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, we'll recap last night's BET Hip Hop Awards. And in trending news, California's ebony alert for missing black people is causing quite a stir. Drake plans to take a hiatus after his big tour. And Simone Biles made history as the most awarded gymnast of all time. These stories are all at the top of the hour, but right now it is time to ask the CLO, Steve Harvey. Treva in Bethesda says, uh, I let my 24-year-old cousin stay with me after she had a baby and broke up with her baby daddy. He has been over here every night, so it looks like they're back together. Uh, would I be wrong to tell her that they can't have sleepovers at my place? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. yeah. <laughs> See, she left him to come over there. Mm-hmm. Now, he then came over there, too. Yeah. Y'all got to carry this back to wherever you had come from in the beginning. <laughs> wherever you Just made carry all this back over there. That part, all that. Before uh-huh. the baby. Uh-huh. Carry all this. Uh, hey, love you. But while you, but be packing the baby stuff up while you talk. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Get, get all this stuff. Yes. <laughs> you know, rocking the baby, but steady be folding up, you know, clothes. Onesies and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, moving on to Sean and Flint. Sean writes, my ex-girlfriend kept leaving notes on my car to make my fiancé mad. So I went to her job to talk to her. There was a bouquet of flowers at her desk, and she had her co-worker take a picture like I gave her the flowers. Uh, I got caught smiling in the photo, so I look guilty now. How can I get my fiancé to believe I was set up? Wow. Dog, (laughs) first of all, you got to be young. Dog. You went to your ex's job mm, to talk, just to talk to her. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> you couldn't have texted her. Stupid. <laughs> Got on the phone. You went and crossed enemy lines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody in her office on her side. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bro, there's nothing you can do, man. You. But you in the picture smiling, though. What is you down there smiling <laughs> for? Looking just as guilty. See, bro, if you down there mad because she leaving notes, what you down there smiling for? <laughs> and then, bro, next question. Really, between me and you, mm-hmm. why does she have flowers on her desk? Well, mm. what, what you do don't you think well? I know you sent them down there as a peace offering? Then you went down there. You just coincidentally happened to go on the day that the flowers arrived. And she took a picture with you. And how you get in the picture with the damn flowers? Oh, uh uh-huh. 
Jeez, it's a young boy, a coworker. Dog. Yeah, coworker took the picture. But mm-hmm. oh, yeah. what you up there taking pictures with a fool? If you went down there mad, see, I think what happened was young boy stupid. He sent the flowers down there as a, hey, look, let's just let's work this out. Come on. Thank you for the flowers. And he took the picture with him, and he down there grinning. He know where them flowers come from. All he said was some flowers on her desk. He know good and hell well how them flowers got (laughs) Cheese. See, a lot of stuff you can't help stupid people. (laughs) Jan, moving on to Jan in Hawaii. Jan says a friend of mine cheated on his girlfriend and he lied and said she was with me. Uh, said he was with me. His girlfriend confronted me, and I told her that he's a liar, and I wasn't even in town. I didn't ask to be in their mess, so I figure we're even. Was I wrong to tell the truth? Uh-oh. What? <laughs> well, tell the truth. See, you're a woman, and they was dragging you a semester. Problem is, they didn't run the lie by you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Once the lie is not ran by you, you are no longer obligated to lie. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh is that All the right. rule? <laughs> See, when I lie, oh. I runs the lie by myself first. <laughs> <laughs> then once I comply, oh. I'm an accomplice to the lie. Uh-huh. Now, when you ask me about the lie, yeah, yeah, exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, spot on. Got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, you got to learn how to, and let me tell y'all something. You cannot drag a woman into your lie. You have to get somebody who's comfortable with it, who's who, who understands the reason for lying. You must bring in another man. Once oh, you drag okay. a woman into her life, it just depends on how she feel like that. Ben, why don't you tell them what I told you? I didn't feel like it. Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. See, see that, that they have a go-to, I didn't feel like it. That's right. Well, That's then that, emotional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, you tell that to a dude, dog, I told you to tell my girl, I ain't feel like it. Fuck! Gonna get knocked out. You get your ass knocked right <laughs> out. The next resort? Say, oh, <laughs> You ain't feel like it. What is your punk and ass talking about? You ain't feel it. Dog, feelings, huh? you, dog, you feel it. What, what is your feelings in this fall? <laughs> wow, okay. <clears throat> Last one, Steve. This one's from Monique and Dayton. Monique writes, uh, I recently married a man that used to be my boss. I no longer work for him, so he rehired this woman that he had sex with before we started dating. He said it's professional, not personal at all, and she's a great worker. Should I be worried? Mm. As hell. <laughs> concerned. Deeply concerned. Yes. <laughs> Lay awake at night giving it deep thought. <laughs> you know the old saying, if you're going to pray about it, don't worry about it. And if you're going to worry about it, don't pray about it. Don't mm-hmm. worry about praying about this one, baby. Just go on, let that worry eat you, eat you alive. Yeah, this is. Whew. It's She's a great no worker. Ah, oh, yes, she is. Yes, <laughs> yes she is. That's he likes the women I at see. the office, huh? Yeah, she's a great worker. <laughs> she be putting in work. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. Put me in it. Should I wow. be concerned, lady? That's the last come on. one. Come on. <laughs> Ooh. 
Wow. So she's going to be worried all the time because she used to work for him, too, and he married her. So how do you forget you had sex with somebody? Just tell you me. don't. Well, 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 let me say this. You've wanted to forget. True. Oh, a lot I of quiet lots people on this show. What is happening? A lot of silence. What is that? The whole show got quiet. It, it was that one time. There's not a person living that uh-huh. don't have some deep regret about somebody they've been with. Yeah. Oh, mm. oh God. Oh, yeah. They, on this show, right that's here, that's right now. statement. <laughs> what was wrong with me? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the bigger problem though is it's when a lot when it's a lot of people. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a life right. full of regret. <laughs> Thank you, CLO. Coming up next at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, let's start this off this hour off with recapping last night's BET Hip Hop Awards. It was hosted by Fat Joe. Did you guys see it? You see it, Carla? I did. I did, Shirley. I saw some of it. I didn't yeah. see all of it, but Fat Joe did his thing. You, you can he catch did. it again. Yeah, yeah, it's probably on tonight. But DC Youngfly gave you a shout out, Steve. He came he on did. there. He had his suit on. He mm. said, I'm rocking my Steve Harvey bag, you know, promoting his new game show, Celebrity Square. So you got a shout out on the BET yep. Hip Hop Awards. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. For the culture, for the culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Also, uh, let's see. The City Girls performed Young Miami. Yes, they did. Uh-huh. Marley Mall got the uh, I Am How many times did they have to beat them out? Ooh. You know they let a lot slide. <laughs> they did, but they beeped a lot, though. And <laughs> Sexy they... Red, Lord. Ooh, pound Town. 
they beat that off everything. <laughs> I said it's too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, LL, did you see LL? LL shut it down. Yes, oh my he God. performed. Of course, he yes, performed he around the way, girl. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all of that was from the album Mama Said mm-hmm. Knock You Out, which Molly mm-hmm. Mom produced. Yes, so, of course, yes, yes. he was going to perform that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was cool to see DJ Quick, Jazzy Jeff, mm-hmm. uh, Timbaland, Swiss Beats. You know, they had a segment and they talked about how you were a DJ, how the DJs became producers. The producers, yeah. Yes, Mm -hmm. and how important they were. So that was cool. Uh, They talked about uh, Versus, how Versus Mm -hmm. really changed the pandemic. Yeah. Yep, Mm -hmm. and the pandemic and changed Mm -hmm. the world. So Mm -hmm. uh, Swiss said they're coming back. So we'll see. (laughs) We'll see. Uh, Let's see. We talked about LL. But, you know, my thing is watching the show, I still miss the hip-hop of you know, Method Man, Biggie, Pac. I still miss that a little bit. Mm-hmm. I know things have changed. And then with the females, I want to see a little bit more of Lauren Hill type artists, MC oh. Light. Just kind of mm-hmm. mix it up a little mm-hmm. bit with mm-hmm. the females. It's cool the, the mm-hmm. whole little Kim run, but well, I like to y'all see know that. if you put Lauren Hill on the show, you know you can't tape it live. No, she'll be a little late, <laughs> right? But I mean that style, the new Lauren Hill, yeah. the new MC mm-hmm. Lights, the new Queen Latifah, just switching it up a little bit. But you yeah. know, it's all for the culture, hip hop, 50th anniversary. So it was cool. It was cool. Yeah, it's a good show. Oh yeah, right. DJ um, Nice yeah. and Kid Capri, the DJ that was that was good. Yeah, that, that really was. was. It yeah. really. I'm was. I'm gonna tell you right now, though. Listen to what? Kid what? Capri is the gangster of them all. Too. Yes, mm-hmm. that's yeah. a bad boy. Capri, Him and D Nice though, they DJ, kill it. Yeah. Oh, DJ D Nice did his thing. Yes, yes. Kid Capri, DJ Kid Capri. He didn't got a shout out on the war show. Not he. You know what I'm saying? You heard it. Don't see Young Fly. Thank you, hip hop culture. Appreciate y'all. Whoopy whoop whoop all the way back to hip hop, the hippity hop hop. Yeah. Oh, it's so so deaf. So so deaf. Oh, yeah, yeah, Jermaine Dupree. Jermaine yeah. Dupree. Mm-hmm. Everybody, the brat to that that. Yes. Yeah, that was good too. Cool. All right, uh, moving on to other trending topics. California Governor Gavin Newsom uh, signed a bill to create a new statewide alert. It's called the Ebony Alert, guys. It's designed specifically to help locate missing black youth and other blacks ages 12 to 25. The Ebony Alert officially becomes law on January 1st and will work like the Amber Alert process. Democratic Senator Stephen Bradford, a black man, authored the Ebony Alert bill and introduced the legislation earlier this year. Now, a lot of Californians are outraged over the Ebony Alert, saying that it's just another form of segregation with Amber Alert for white kids and now Ebony Alert for black kids uh, and black people. So what what do you think, Steve? Do you support Ebony Alert? Uh, Will you support it? Look, I don't know. It'll be into law January 1st. I mean, you know, unless they have... uh, data that shows, which they probably do, that they don't report black children missing at the same rate or they don't look for them at the same rate or something like that. Yeah. I don't I don't know what they have, but they must have some type of data that shows there's a less response. Mm-hmm. You know, but for the missing me black kids, yeah. But for me, all children we should have the same energy for all children. Exactly. Agreed. Exactly. That but, same energy. Uh-huh. That same, Agreed. Yes. But yes. all, but here's what's 
See, you can be upset about it if you want to, but mm-hmm. black people have always had to create something for themselves yes. because we get yes. excluded so much. Now, I don't know what the uh, requirements are for an Amber Alert to go out. I think the Amber Alert is a great idea, but see, what you mad about an Ebony Alert for? I mean, you know, look, we trying to find these kids. Well, put them on Amber Alert. Well, okay. But is there something going on that we don't know which caused this senator to even want to say, hey, man, we need a bill to help to y'all mm-hmm. start looking for these brown and black kids same way y'all looking for everybody else. And is, if that's the case, then I understand it, you know, yeah, fully. Okay. So the Amber Alert is only for people under 17 is what I understand. This goes from all the way up to 25. The mm-hmm. Ebony Alert kind of opens it up because sex trafficking is so huge now. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, you Absolutely. know, you got to report these people as yeah. missing. So maybe that's mm-hmm. it. And now we don't have no reason to because it's opening it up to a different age group, eight more years added. Yes. And then you mm-hmm. get to look for people, appoint people who have been sex trafficked because that's really big, too. So maybe it's a good thing. So quit crying every time you hear something that ain't just all white or something. Ebony Alert. Ebony alert simply means there's something else going on outside of the age bracket of normal Amber Alerts for 17 and under. Well, thank you, guys. Coming up at 20 minutes after, a Nashville teacher made a white female second grader take off an AKA T-shirt that she wore to school. We'll tell you what happened right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Did you guys hear about little Peyton Tiger, a second grader out of Nashville, that wore this AKA t-shirt to school? Peyton, a little white girl, uh, is a little white girl, and she was repping a uh, Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority in a t-shirt that had AKA 1908 in pink and green rhinestones right across the front. Peyton's teacher just so happened to be an AKA, and the teacher took the the little girl's shirt and gave her another shirt to wear. Then she emailed Peyton's mother to say, quote, today I noticed Peyton wearing an AKA shirt. I am a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority, Inc., which is a service organization for college trained and educated women. AKA branded items are trademarked and reserved for members only. Thus, I had to give her a new shirt and take the AKA shirt. The new shirt is clean and there is no need to give it back. So, you know who fault this is? Who's this? Is, this is donating. Uh, donating. No, these are these are members that are throwing their when they throw their paraphernalia away. They supposed to shred it. You supposed to cut it up, but uh-huh. they don't do that. And they put it in the bag with everything else. And that's how you pass by and you be at the stoplight and a homeless dude got a cap outside shirt on. That's how this happens. Pushing, pushing the, <laughs> I sent Tommy a picture one time. This dude walked across the street pushing the grocery cart with air conditioning with some duct tape shoes on. Yeah, I, I took that picture right away. But did the teacher go too far, you think? I mean, it was a second grader. So. No, I think, so, I think so. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you can't, it was a baby. You can't take clothes off of a child. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm going to tell you yeah. something. I was driving down the street and had to turn around one time. I saw an old 80-year-old white woman out there with a Q shirt on while in the grass. <laughs> <laughs> I said, <laughs> man, I had to double back around. I was she throw a so hook hard. up? Dog. Did she bark? Did she bark? <laughs> I waved at her. I said, how you doing, man? How are you today, sir? It's a lovely day out here. I went, she yes, had no idea. I 
to the day you die. <laughs> <laughs> I just kept on no driving. Idea. I'm not going to make that my fight. <laughs> yeah, I no. think I don't think she should have took that T-shirt no. off that little girl. She should have wrote baby. another home to her mother mm-hmm. and told her that you probably don't advise doing that. But you take somebody clothes off a child. We talking about a school teacher. She's probably twenty, late twenties, early thirties. She, she, hey, I'm trying to tell you, she repping hard. Now, yeah, that she girl, is. I'm not. If that little I'm white girl would have stuck so. her, if she'd have stuck her pinky up in the ass, she might got her ass up in there. <laughs> in the second grade. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna just be real honest with you. Cues ain't that delicate. We see you with no. shirt on. We tearing it we, off. We you don't get no new shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up next, Sister Odell will be in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as promised, she is here, the one and only Sister Odell. Yeah, I was so Yes. Anyway, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning, Good, 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 good. I was listening to the radio show this morning, and the black yes, teacher ma'am. took the T-shirt off the little white girl with the <laughs> AKAs is on it. You yes, know, ma'am. Yep. Uh-huh. uh-huh. She gonna mess around, lose her job, sweetie. You don't take <laughs> clothes off of white cheerers. <laughs> are, are you? That are the you smartest Greek? thing to do? Are you Greek at all? You belong no, to Greek Lord, no, I'm not Greek though. But I, I'm, I'm Morning Star. I'm an Eastern Star. I'm one. Of, I'm one of them old school sisters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm the bright and Morning Star. <laughs> so what would you do if a little, little somebody had on some Eastern Star stuff and you know they weren't, they weren't really Eastern Star? Well, you know it's different. We take you in the bathroom to talk to you. <laughs> but you know, and then you, just, and you just hear flushing sound, and you know, and it's over. Either you take the shirt off, or that's just, or, or that's us holding your head in the toilet till it's well stopped. But either way, you're gonna get it, you know, handled. You know, it's just the business of the business. That's all. You know, I don't really. You know, I like the Greeks, peoples, you know, they wonderful peoples and all this here. But, you know, yes, the Masons ma'am. and all of them is really what the gangsters is, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Oh, you know, all this was before 1906 and any all of uh-huh. that, you know. Uh-huh. Well, Sister Odell, did you hear about mm-hmm. this um, Chicago woman who was 104 years old? Her name was Dorothy Hoffner. And uh, mm-hmm. she set a world record for being the oldest person to skydive. She did this on August fir- uh, October 1st. She jumped out of an airplane and made that history. The sad part, though, it's really sad, uh, Sister Odell, that Miss Miss Dorothy died peacefully in her sleep a few days later. Anybody surprised? Well, she looked so happy when she was skydiving. She really did. That wasn't a smile, Shirley. That was a grimace. You done jumped your old ass out of plane at 104 years old. You don't see the heart attack coming in this here. <laughs> Maybe that was on her bucket list, Sister Odell. Maybe she Well, now you're in the bucket. Now you didn't kick the bucket. Now see all this here? See, you got to be careful about your little buckets. You get the bucket list and have your ass kicking the bucket in a minute. Now what you going to do? 
Now you done jumped your ass out that airplane. Now you you should you was already up there by heaven. <laughs> well, sister, sister Odell, do you have a bucket list? You got some things that that you like to do? You know? Yes, you have a bucket list? yes, I do. And I, what, I don't bungee know if they jumping? Ever what is it? What yeah, is it? I wanted to do? ask if you wanted mm, to go no. skydiving, but I want I Barack not. Obama. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, before I leave this world. <laughs> Excuse me, Shell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and another thing, I want to talk to that truck driver. You know the truck driver that said he didn't want me on the show no more? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, that guy. Oh, yeah, that guy. You know, and he was talking about Steve can't do no good woman and all his hair. Steve ain't a woman. (laughs) Steve never said he could do a good woman. I'm Sister Odell Pimp. Recognize. (laughs) You you better recognize. Mess around, crash your truck, okay? Keep on. (laughs) You know, and Tina called in. He come out. Steve ain't no good woman. I know getting well Steve ain't a good woman. You ain't all that good a truck driver either. That's why you had time to call in. Your ass should have been driving. <laughs> now. And I'm on it. <laughs> what do you want now? Is, is that it? You gonna mess around if when I see the truck driver, I'm gonna treat you like a little white girl with an AKA shirt on. Keep on. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I get in your ass, truck driver. You don't know who you represent. I be in your ass like this here. Woo, woo, woo. woo. Oh, Sister we got to run, okay? The I'm an Easter call. star. I done told you, gangsters up, pimps up, you down. <laughs> told you. Prank phone call with the nephew coming run up, up on this here. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is, he doesn't want me and she doesn't either. But now it's time for the prank phone call. The nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? We're talking about landlords up in here today, Shirley. Landlords. Mm-hmm. All of us have had one. Junior's the last one out. He's a homeowner now. No no more landlords for us. No more landlords. We we all homeowners. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, but this right here is new landlord new landlord all right i am the new landlord i know you didn't know it but i need you to be moved out by later on this evening new landlord thank you so kindly let's go cat dog hello hello i'm trying to reach a uh um, um, marcus yeah to see who's this uh my name is jason how you doing my what's happening listen um i'm trying to figure out if you guys are going to be out of the house by sunday um, out the house. What the hell you mean out of the house? Uh, let me let me get clarification. Are you guys at um West Jennings? Yeah. Okay. Are, are you you guys have to start packing up or anything like that? Dude, who are you? Uh, okay. Are, are you? How the hell did you get my number? Uh, I got it from Mr. Vernon. Are you are you familiar with Mr. Vernon? Yeah, that's my landlord. Okay. Uh, Mr. Vernon has an um. Has it made contact with you, Marcus? No, I didn't talk to Mr. since I last gave him my payment. Wow. And who are you again? My name is Jason. I actually, um... Who are you, who are you to Mr. Well, I actually bought the property from Mr. six weeks ago. Six weeks ago? Yeah, I actually oh, own no. I actually own the house now. I, I'm, I'm, it was my assumption that you and Mr. had already hold talked. On. No, hold because I, I made my last payment less than six weeks ago. And you own this house? I actually well, I'm own the house. From Mr. I'm sorry. 
I'm renting this from Mr. I gave him my payment less than six weeks ago. So you're saying he got my money and you own the house? Man, what's up with that? Well, yeah, I actually do. I guess, you know, he's um, he actually told me that you guys would have been out by now. And like I said, I'm I'm gonna, I'm looking for everybody to be out by Sunday. Are you guys going to be able to get out of there by Sunday? Hold on. First of all, I still got two more years on my lease at this house. You tell me you want me out by Sunday? Well, Saturday if you could actually do it. Dude, come on. You want me out of here on Sunday? You well, are some damn mind. I actually have some tenants that are going to be moving in on Monday. What I'm trying to do is actually get in there, get you guys out, get the place cleaned up so the tenants can move in and actually start unpacking all their things. They're wanting to move in on Monday. Hey, listen here, man. Me and my family, we ain't moving no anywhere, all right? I don't know what the hell you got to do, who the hell you got to talk to, but you better go and fix that because I wish would come over here and try to tell me I got to get the hell up out of this house. Okay, sir, are you understanding is like I'm telling you I'm the, I'm the owner of this house now? I don't give a I gave my money to Mr. Vernon. You better call him, call somebody, take it to fix this We ain't moving no place. Sir, I'm going to need you out. We moving no Did you understand? I need you out by Sunday, sir. Now, this is my house, and you're actually arguing with me about my property. You ain't listening to me, man. You ain't listening to me. We ain't moving. I still got two more years on my lease. Dude, my last payment, I paid that two months in advance, man. I okay, didn't even know that. Let me get you to understand. It was Mr. responsibility to let you know what I own the home. Come on, dog. You tripping. Don't call me with this. Bring your over here if you want to. All right? Sir, I will be there on Sunday. Now, if you're not moving out, I'll have to move you. Like I I ain't moving nowhere. Sir, you over here if you want to. I'm not going to sit and go back and with you. I want you out of my house by Sunday. I ain't moving. No, bring your monkey over here right now. We can start this right now. I need you out of my... Are you... I ain't moving about no f***ing You hear me? I ain't saying it no more. You're arguing with me about my property, sir. Are you listening? I'm paying for this. I'm paying on this right now. I ain't moving no where. You hear me? I need you out of my Come on, man. <laughs> no, are you playing? 
Are you serious? Come on, dog. <laughs> y'all, see, y'all all that other stuff, man. I'm, 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 I'm going to kick that little <laughs> man. Yeah. Y'all got me, dog. Oh, man, I got you, man. You all right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all right, man. I'm gonna let my blood pressure calm down. He I'll told me, right. he told me y'all listen to the show on the way, uh, on the way to dropping the kids off at school in the morning. Every morning, dog. Oh man. Uh, all I know was uh, you wasn't getting out that house come Sunday, was you? No, hell no. <laughs> we ain't moving nowhere. Oh man. man, I'm already trying to save up, trying to get them a better spot. Hey man, keep pushing, brother. I got one more thing to ask you, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? You already know the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> and there you have it. <laughs> tell you what. Come okay. on, it's, it's, okay. it's, 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 it's Wednesday. I feel like some prank and praise up in here this evening. I do it this morning. <laughs> prank and praise. <laughs> Give me some prank and praise. Prank and praise. Prank and praise. And let me know, let me take time to do this. I want to say thank you to everybody that tunes in on Friday nights, uh, for Ready to Love. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know, I know the reunion, the reunion was just a hot mess here and there, mm. but I want to say yeah, thank you for tuning in anyway. Yes, there was some people in Dallas. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Much. Ooh, they showed they entire behind on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Shiny black. <laughs> Just, just showed it all. <laughs> but get ready. I'm going to have a whole brand new season coming right back at you. So get ready again. But I want to say thank y'all, oh, man. Congratulations. I am, yeah. I am on my way to season 10, y'all. This is number 10. Get ready to come up. So oh, that's awesome. Y'all just, y'all just got through watching number nine. You know, uh-huh. y'all just got through watching number nine. So number 10 is on the way. Won't he do it? Won't he will? Yes. Won't he will? And he gonna do it again? He keeps doing it for me. I'm gonna be at the bridge. It's called the bridge. It's the bridge comedy show. It's in Stockbridge, Georgia at the Amphitheater. All right. Hosted by yours truly, me, nephew, Tommy. You got Rodney Perry in the building. Dominique is in the building. Tony Roberts and the headliner herself, the queen, Monique, is in the building. Stockbridge, the Amphitheater, the bridge comedy show. Tickets on sale right now. And then land in the cut. It's the sweetest day. The sweetest day comedy jam. Chicago. I go Illinois. I got nothing in my closet, but I'm coming anyway. I got to bundle up some kind. Of, I'm buying me a pea coat. October 20th and 21st. That's Friday and Saturday. The Man. nephew will be there. Yes, sir. Pea coat ain't enough for Chicago. Uh-uh. You know that, right? that ain't enough either. I tried to tell him. Boy, mm-hmm. I, I thought the pea coat handled any kind of weather. Uh-uh. What? Have you heard of the hawk? <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. Tear that okay. little pico right off you. <laughs> <laughs> now you gotta get some layers. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Uh, Thank you, nephew. <laughs> Coming up next, strawberry letter subject. He doesn't want me and she doesn't either. We'll get back we'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 
Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. If you need advice on relationships, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com. All you have to do is click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. And you never know, it could be yours. It could be yours. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, he doesn't want me and she doesn't either. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been married for almost 10 years to a man that has a wandering eye. I believe that he has cheated on me multiple times, but I can never prove anything. At one point, we hadn't had sex in over five months, so I started sleeping with one of my female co-workers, and I got so frustrated with my husband that I moved out and I lived with my co-worker for three months. Our sex life went south after about a month, but she told me that I did not have to leave. While I was living with her, my husband came to talk to me several times and he asked me to come back home. I kept saying no. Then he stopped begging me to come home and he unfollowed me on social media. I wasn't blocked on his phone, but he stopped answering my calls. My coworker that I moved in with decided that she was getting back with her ex-husband and they were moving back in together. I had nowhere to go, so I had to crawl my way back to my husband. It had only been three months, so I thought it would be easy to go back home, but he told me that he had a new woman and she was taking great care of him. I told him he was still married to me, so the woman had to go. He let me know that he knew that I was sleeping with my coworker while I was living with her. He said my coworker had begged him to let me come back home because she wanted me out of her house. My husband said I can move back home, but he's staying with his new girlfriend. How can he admit that he's cheating on me and I have to accept it? Do I swallow my pride and stay with my man or do I face embarrassment and go stay with my parents for a while? What a mess this is. To answer these questions depends now on what you want. And you have to face the fact that this marriage is is over. For the most part, this marriage is over. You both have been disrespectful to each other. Uh, You with sleeping and living with your coworker, him with cheating in the 10 years of your marriage, you say. But but this is your life. I mean, it is a mess right now. And you've got to figure it out and get it together. You and your husband need to have a conversation. But uh, his mind is really already made up. You called him your man, but he's living with another woman who he said takes great care of him. So he really has no reason to come back now. He's her man. Uh, In other words, he has moved on, and I think you should too. You're at the house by yourself, so why don't you just stay there, try to get your life together. You don't have to go live with your parents. You can stay in the house. He's not there anyway. Uh, So, you know, you asked how could your husband admit he's cheating and you have to accept it? You don't have to accept it. You accepted it before back in the day, but you don't now. The only thing you have to accept is the fact that your marriage is over. Your husband is gone. So now what are you going to do? Steve? I, I want to spread the news <laughs> that if you feel this good getting used, oh, you just keep on using me. Hey. 
Until you use me, huh? Until you use me up. Well, you've been used up now. Just thought I'd have, give you a little song for it. This is a letter about a tragedy of a series of stupid decisions everybody in this letter made, and now ain't nobody gonna get nothing. But there's always a common denominator in every situation. And once you find the common denominator, you then find the source of the problem. Who is common denominator? The lady that wrote the letter. <laughs> Why? Because she's in all the relationships. She is the one person that's in all the relationships. Uh, she's been married for 10 years to a man that's got a wandering eye. She thinks she done cheated on him several times, but she couldn't prove nothing. Well, that's because you're stupid. If you've been cheated on several times and you can't prove nothing, but you think he has, well, you stupid. Because it's hard to get away with it over and over and over and over and over. Women are too smart. You can get away with once or twice, you know, cut your losses, get on out. But now if you keep on, man, they're going to they gonna double down on you. Then at one point, they hadn't had sex for five months, the lady said. So she started sleeping with her female co-worker. Now, how'd that conversation get started? <laughs> girl, you know, girl, my man, we just having some troubles, girl. And, and you know, he slept with me. Now, I think he was cheating. And then, you know, and then all of a sudden, she started rubbing your thigh. This you is know, the wife talking just, to the co-worker? Yeah, this is the wife talking to the co-worker, you know. Girl, he just, it just wasn't going right. And I don't know what is happening. Why is you rubbing my thigh? And, but go ahead, baby, just talk. And my husband, you know, he ain't slept with me in five months. And uh, you, you, you're a little high now. You're a little high. You're rubbing my thigh. You're high. And anyway, you know, my husband, wait, wait, wait. Hey, you back up there. You're too close. I keep telling you, you're too high. And, you know, so me and my husband, we having these marital problems. Wait a minute, baby. Hold up. I just told you. Wait, you there. You there now. You're touching me. You got to stop, baby. Yeah, I move in with you Friday. <laughs> Friday. What? What happened? See how that happened? That's all that happened. Yeah. So now you done told your coworkers all your woes and trouble. She done rubbed your thigh. Now you done moved in with your coworker who is female. Mm. That's your business. But now we got a situation. When we come back, I'll tell you all about it. Because your husband had a change of heart. He went over there and started trying to beg you back. We'll talk about that when we come back. That's right. Part two of Steve's Strawberry Letter response is coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, he doesn't want me and she doesn't either. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject <laughs> is he doesn't want me and she doesn't either. Keep this subject in mind, y'all, because this is a series of tragic mistakes. This woman got a husband she thinks that has wandering eyes. She feels as though she's cheated. He's cheated on her several times over the 10 years, but she can't prove nothing. Well, so much for that. And, um, you know, and then it got to a point where they hadn't had sex in five months. They hadn't. They hadn't had sex in five months. He was having sex. They wasn't having sex in five months. So then uh, went over there and was telling one of her coworkers, who was a female, all her problems, you know. And while she was telling them how 
bad her husband was, the female was just comforting her, you know, and just patting her. She was just tapping her on the top of her knee. It started just, pat, girl, it's going to be all right. And then she kept on talking. Then she had to grab her hand a couple of times. Girl, you, you're patting a little bit too high. You're too uh -huh. high. Now you're getting close to the promises. You know, you back your hand up a little bit. And it just kept on. And the next thing, you know, her hand was up there again. And she tried to hold her wrist, but the... You know, she was kind of persistent. The next thing you know, she started touching the promised land, and so they moved in together Friday. <laughs> it's what happened. They moved in Friday. And then uh, she was living with her, and then uh, for three months she stayed with her co-worker. Uh -huh. And then um, and uh, then their sex life went south, you know, because, you know, that's all she was doing was thigh patting. She wasn't trying to do no better than that. All that thigh patting got old after three months because thigh patting is, is you got to come with mo, you know. And uh -huh. she just didn't have mo, you know. So her husband started coming over there begging her back. these things. And her husband was sitting there talking to her about, baby, come on back home. And he was rubbing your thigh too, but you already had known that. So you pushed his hand off. And then <laughs> after the fourth try of trying to rub your thigh, you pushed his hand off. So he just said, hell, I'm going to go on, skip it. So uh, he quit asking you because you kept saying no. Then he stopped begging you to come home, mm -hmm. and he unfollowed you on social media. I wasn't blocked on his phone, but he stopped taking my calls. My coworker that you had moved that she was had decided she getting back with her ex-husband. Mm -hmm. See, all y'all was married, and she decided she getting back with her ex-husband because when he came over and begged her back, it worked. Because he, he didn't use the thigh rubbing technique. He went something else. Your stupid-ass husband was trying to come back with thigh rubbing. Anyway, uh, she wanted to move back <laughs> in with her ex-husband. <laughs> so they asked, uh, so and they was going to move back in together. Mm -hmm. So now you ain't got nowhere to go. So you had to crawl back to your husband. Now, you said it only been three months, so you thought it was going to be easy going back home. But he told you he had a new woman, and she was taking great care of him. I told him he was still married to me, so the woman had to go. He told me that he knew I was sleeping with the woman that was the co-worker while I was living with her and said the co-worker had came to him and begged him to let you come back to the house because she wanted you out the house. My husband said, you can come back home. Mm -hmm. Come on. But I'm staying with this new chick. <laughs> right. That's what's happening. Here is the question in the letter. How can he admit that he's cheating on me and I have to accept it? How? Because that's what he just told you. See, you can't get mad at him for cheating on you. You moved in with the woman and was cheating on him. And he knew it because your co-worker came and told it to him and said, could you take her back? Because I don't want her because I'm going to get back with my ex-husband. How can he admit that he's cheating on me? He just did it, and I have to accept it. You don't have to accept it, mm -mm. but he ain't getting rid of this new girl. Uh-uh. No, she in there bringing it. <laughs> what? She's what? I'm talking bringing it. <laughs> <laughs> You're so stupid. Damn, he get through here in the corner sucking his thumb in a fetal position. Sipping on lemonade. No, no. He done went down and said he, she doing him so good, he naked in the corner in a fetal position with his knees up by his chest, sucking his thumb, drinking on a sunny delight with the straw in it. <laughs> she done just took him all the way back.
Peter got the sunny delight with the little hole in it where you push the little yeah. bitty straw in it uh-huh. and you be sucking through a cocktail straw. Yeah, she got that boy messed up. But do I swallow my pride and stay with a man or do I face embarrassment and go stay with my parents? I go stay with my parents. Like Shirley said, the marriage is over. Come on now. He don't want you. She don't want you. Her ex, her ex-husband that your co-worker then went back to, he don't want you. <laughs> Aww. Now, what's going to really mess your mind up? What? You try to move back in with your mom and daddy and you find out they don't they want don't you. They don't want you either. <laughs> Boy, your ass finna be out. <laughs> Girl, you got some, you got, some, you done found out a lot about yourself in three months. You done found out in 90 days that don't that don't nobody want you. Go on back to your mama near him house. Your daddy, he gonna let you stay there. Now your mama gonna put up a fuss. You need to go on back over there and work your marriage out. That's what your mama gonna say. Uh-huh. Your daddy gonna say you can stay here as long as you can. All right. We'll you leave your comments. No he over there. On today's Strawberry Letter on Instagram at Steve Harvey FM and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on the free iHeartRadio app. Coming up next, it is Junior. You ready, Junior? Yeah. And sports talk. (laughs) You got a lot going on, Junior. (laughs) Man. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior, it is time now for you and Sports Talk. What you got? Pimpin'. Come on, Pimp. All day. <laughs> What's up? Let's just get to it. What's up, ladies? Everybody good? Let's see how we did week five, Pimpin'. Bears All over right. the Commanders, 40 to 20, Pimpin'. Ooh, that's a big win for Justin Fields. I'm so glad he got one. I don't think I picked him, though. Jaguars, man, beat the Bills 25 to 20. That's unbelievable. I knew that wasn't going to happen. I don't know going to happen. I ain't picked it. Duval. Here we go. Who that? Man, the Steelers, man, beat the Ravens 17 to 10. Yeah, I was hoping they didn't, but they did. Steelers yeah. looking strong this year. We got to hear. We got to whoop them. Hey, what'd you do with this one, Pimpin'? Man, the Falcons beat the Texans 21 to 19. Late field goal. Uh, I think you oh, went with the Texans. Yeah. I went with the Texans? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Damn. I must have lost my damn mind. They played good. Man, the Lions, man, beat the Panthers 42 to 24. Hell yeah, Detroit. (laughs) Then here you go, man. The Dolphins over the Giants 31 to 16. Called it. (laughs) Man, the Bengals over the Cardinals 34 to 20. Ooh. You know, I knew that was going to happen. I was pulling for the Cardinals, but, you know, <laughs> let's, let's just keep it real. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Here we go, Pippin. This may feel better, man. The Eagles over the Rams, 23-14. to 14. Ain't no doubt. Jalen Hurts, sci-fi, baby. <laughs> down, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, Pippin, what did you do here, Pippin? The Jets over the Broncos, 31-21. to 21. The Jets? Damn. <laughs> Wait a minute, Pippin. Russell? <laughs> Yeah, man. All right, here we go, Pippin. The Chiefs over the Vikings, 27 to 20. Easy, easy, easy. Okay, Pippin. Here we go. I don't know what you think about this, Pippin. The 49ers over the Cowboys, 42 to 10. Oh, I knew that. The 49ers <laughs> way too strong. Dak Prescott threw three interceptions, man. I, it, hey. <laughs> <laughs> he close to that 10 mark already. <laughs> oh. 
the Las Vegas Raiders, man, beat the Packers 17 to 13, Pimpin'. No, that ain't surprised me. <laughs> All right, Junior. <laughs> and Pimpin', thank you. Coming up at the top of the hour, a female listener wants to know why her dad's girlfriend is hating on her. We'll find out right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. This is from Diamond in Port Arthur. She says, I'm 40 and married, and my father still comes to take care of me in my household. He hand washes my car. He comes in and washes my bedding once a week, and he makes us some kind of casserole to get through the week. My husband and I come home, and there's a whole meal in the crock pot waiting for us. My father got a new girlfriend two months ago, and she started hating on how he treats me, and it's got my dad second-guessing my husband. It's like my dad took care of both of us, but now my dad thinks my husband needs to step up and be more manly. I know this is coming from this new chick he's dating, why is he letting her influence him? Well, your man do need to step up and be more manly. What you talking about? Your daddy coming over there washing your car. Your daddy over here fixing food. That ain't your daddy job. Your man need to be washing your car. What's your daddy over the house washing your car for? Let me help you understand something. Nobody, nobody going to question my manhood. That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Ever. I'm doing I'm doing all of my damn duties as a man. All of them. I ain't short in that department. Nowhere. Provision and protection. I got it covered 100. Now, yeah, it might be coming from your uh, girlfriend, but why is your man letting your daddy wash his damn car? <laughs> really? Really. Yeah. You don't like it either, huh, Steve? <laughs> I wish the hell I would go over Carly house and wash being car. <laughs> what? <laughs> but see, I ain't got to worry about that because being over there handling business. Being a good Being dude. Raymond, yeah. my son-in-law, is handling business. And he's a great father, man. Yep. A great father. Outstanding. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, I can't well, see that. <laughs> Can't see that being doing that. that that's crazy. Hey, 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 Mr. Harvey, you missed a spot. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't that ain't in Ben's makeup, man. <laughs> Why would you want to see your father-in-law doing all that labor? Why would you? Uh, Mr. Harvey, Mr. Harvey, man, we could use a little more seasoning on this meat now. 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you just you just sitting there chilling, Junior. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> ben saying all this right here. <laughs> no, not I, a good look. Yeah, I I think we have time for one more, Steve. This is from Pooh in Chesterfield, who says I'm a I'm a single mother, and my son is usually sleep when I have men over at night. Yes, I date a few men, but that doesn't mean I'm sleeping with all of them. My son asked his friend's mom why she didn't have a lot of boyfriends like his mom. Oh. <laughs> this woman had the nerve to tell me that I need to be more conscious of what I do in my own home. My son is sick, so does he run this house or do I? Well, your son ain't as sleep as you think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the woman makes a sense because the little boy six is asking questions. Now, no, he don't run the house. But look, if you think he's sleep because you don't want him to see your activities, it's because you ain't proud of your activities. Mm-hmm. You say he see you. <laughs> but you know, you think he's sleep, but he he hearing something. Y'all in there, y'all in there making noise. Now you saying yeah. I'm not sleeping with all of them. You sleeping with enough of them. <laughs> that he's got questions. <laughs> what did what did the little boy say to her friend's mom? Why she didn't hey, have a lot of boyfriend? Hey, your mama ain't got a lot of dudes rolling through here. My mama be having no book in here. <laughs> he think that's the norm. That's bad. Yeah. yeah. How come your mama ain't nobody over here? I done been over here spending the night. Ain't nobody coming over here. <laughs> your mama ain't hollering. Your mama ain't hollering or nothing. Damn, Ricky. My mama, boy, remember, ooh, boy, when I go to bed, it be wild up in here. It's so quiet in your house at night. <laughs> Where your uncles at? What the uncles? That's who they are. <laughs> yeah, lady, you got to, you got, you got to watch it because he's, yeah. he's picking up from you. Young and, and I, if that if that the image you want your son to have of his mother, then continue. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. All right. All right, coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, uh, <laughs> we'll talk to Steve Harvey about what he did on his wife's birthday and for his wife's birthday right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, you always tell us every year what you do for Marjorie's birthday. So I know this year is just as special. What happened? Well, yeah, it's a little bit different. You know, we traveling. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, she had a great birthday. Uh, kids flew in to surprise her. Oh, nice. Uh, she nice. didn't know the kids were coming, so they flew in to surprise her. Me and my wife had a great birthday. Uh, I got there in time to help her celebrate it. She had the most amazing floral arrangements you've ever seen. I, this was the greatest I've ever done. Okay, okay. <laughs> I had to take a bow for these right here. Boy, I did myself. When the dude that was fixing them, when he sent a picture to get my approval of the first one, and he was on a step stool mm-hmm. to put the flowers down into the vase. He was on a step stool that I knew oh, I was wow. doing something real gangster. Yeah, that's impressive. And then, uh, you know, sure. I gave her a mini uh, shopping spree. So, and it wasn't much of a nice. spree. She bought one item. She's very conscious of that. And we had uh, dinner and we had a uh, birthday lunch and we had a really, really good time, man. She was so happy to see the kids and spend time with the grandkids. And hey, man, me and my wife happy. So um, 
Good luck with all, all out there that's trying to accomplish anything else. But thank you. Thank you for your prayers out there for y'all people. And for those that hate us, just know that I hate you back. Bless you. Stay well. Coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, we'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather sleep without a pillow or would you rather sleep without a sheet or a blanket? Which one? Oh, no. Hell no. I need that sheet and blanket. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I need that cover. Yeah. (laughs) And I had a cover. Yeah. yeah, I want I want it. I want the sheet and blanket, but she takes it all at night. So, but I want a sheet and blanket. You didn't know? Oh, <laughs> no, I had no idea. Oh, they'll battle. take it, then they'll throw it back at you. Take it, Man. throw it back. It's been how the big never, hot flash is. I ain't never got the right end of the blanket. I got the one from the bottom. I don't know how I got that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, Tommy. Be, yeah, hey, Junior, you better take that little corner and get yourself wrapped up in it. <laughs> <laughs> Wear some flannels. Uh, All right. All right. Uh, would you rather live in a world with no music, no music, or would you rather live in a world with no movies? Wow. Oh, no oh. movies. Nah, yeah, uh-huh. I got half. Oh, music. to hell with that music. Y'all ain't going on about y'all with this music. Yeah, what? We got, we got to have these movies. Movies. What? Mm-hmm. What? Man, I'm listening to watching no damn movie. <laughs> I am. You know, I All right. music. Yeah. <laughs> Would you rather your mind stays young forever or your body stays young forever? No, your I don't. Mind I want or your body. body? I want my old ass mind. I do that. I want that. <laughs> Yeah, my body. Well, Tommy, that's an easy choice for you. Uh-uh. You know, Why? The guy's maturing wonderfully, you know, still got the body of a little boy. So he got the body. <laughs> still wearing them little ass clothes and everything. He pretty much got that now. Yeah, just, you got the best of both worlds right now. Don't nobody know how old you are, but you're sharp and everything. I mean, talk like an old ass man, walking around with the little G.I. Joe outfits on and Boy, Tommy, while you was gone, boy, I watched episodes of Ready to Love. Uh He did. And boy, I said, do they really know him like that? (laughs) I was sitting there watching, who is this cross-legged cold? (laughs) Got these glasses on. Uh So, I'm saying, what? (laughs) Who? Who is, who is who giving is him these lines? That's preposterous. He said that was That's preposterous. I said, what? <laughs> who is this on this show? <laughs> you know, man, you be dressing kind of nice. I seen a couple of pieces. I said, a couple, couple of pieces I want, you know. A couple of the oh, shoes nice. I wanted, too. Yeah, those some nice shoes, but I knew they didn't have them in grown-up size. So. <laughs> All right. That's today's round of Would You Rather. Uh, (laughs) Sharp ass sneakers, boy, they be making down there at Baby Gap. Before we close out the show, we'll talk about the Powerball jackpot right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. 
you can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, guys, here we are. Last break of the day. Now, don't forget, uh, before we get to closing remarks, that the uh, Powerball jackpot jackpot continues to grow. All right. It's growing and growing and growing. There was not a winner Monday night. The jackpot for tonight's drawing is now up to Steve Harvey. You ready for this? One point seventy three billion with a B dollars. Okay. I'm going to play. What's the cash out? The one time. Get out. Uh, uh, It'll be a lump sum payment of seven hundred and fifty six point six million. Same thing. Same thing. Same money to me. One billion seven hundred million. Same number. (laughs) Same thing going to happen. Same same ball of lifestyle. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, so. So have you bought your tickets? You guys bought your tickets yet? I haven't bought well, one for this yet. Y'all normally buy some. No, I will. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I'm giving today. What's Absolutely. what's the first thing you'll buy though, Steve? What would be the first thing you would buy with seven hundred and fifty six point six oh, billion? Oh no no no! I mean, no. Million. it's not what am I gonna buy? Mm-hmm. It's you gonna what, are you gonna know, do? what am I gonna say? Oh, what are you gonna say? Not even do. <laughs> what are you gonna? Say? Oh, don't worry, buy. No, no, the, the, the shopping is coming. <laughs> you got to say a few things first. It's the phone calls. <laughs> Who are you I'm going to call? Make. Oh. 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 Yeah, who who you calling? Uh-huh. Who's the first call? Who the first call? Yeah, who the first call? Well, it's going to be about, I'm probably going to have to make about 60 individual calls. 60 people? I ain't calling all them people. Oh. Yeah, it's going to be 60. Yeah, because I'm, and my, and I don't know any of these people. <laughs> oh, you don't know them? You don't know Random? No, 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 no. <laughs> Strangers? No. Yeah. Um, no, well, they have blogs. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, oh you're going to go all, all those people. Oh, all these nobody ass bloggers? Oh, <laughs> I got time for number? that. How you don't get their phone number? I don't know. I, I got <laughs> 700 million. Yeah. Somebody I can't get, get it. Yeah, so hold, 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 wait. That's true. Steve looking for you. You don't think they're going to answer the call? <laughs> right, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's first thing I'm going to do. Uh-huh. And then uh, all my emails, social media, telephone numbers, all those go away immediately. Uh-huh. Nobody has my number. Only person I'm going to have to call right away is my oldest sister, Mona. I'm going to have to call Mona. Mm-hmm. Okay. And give Mona my number. Cause Mona not gonna play that. Right. Okay. And I and I'm scared of my no sister. <laughs> I'm, I'm scared of my sister. So I call Mona, give Mona number. But after that, ain't nobody else gonna have the phone number. That's cool. Wait a minute, including us? You're not that, Junior. Junior, Junior t- let me tell you something, Junior. No, really? You will be so done with us. Yeah. You're not fact. gonna ever talk to him ever. Yeah. Junior, uh, as a matter of fact, stop, stop referring to us as us. <laughs> <laughs> this is us no more. Yeah, that's that's not. Don't say that, Junior. All you're gonna do is hurt yourself. <laughs> So you okay. could just so you could just say so, Unc. You're not gonna call them people on that Zoom right now. Uh, yeah. yeah. Now what I will do, what uh, I will do, I will make all of y'all instant millionaires when I go. 
Thank you. What? Yes. Dave included. What? All right. Dave and Cat. Just Dave and Cat. I ain't gonna have to leave. I'm gonna give Crystal like forty grand or something. <laughs> That's take care of Crystal. I'm gonna give her like forty grand or something. You better take care of Crystal. You better take care of Crystal. That's the dog. Forty grand, Crystal. She don't even like me. She loves you. No, she don't. What are y'all be talking about? Yes, she does. I know when somebody don't like me, it's cool. I'm going to give you 40 because I don't want you to feel that stink about me. But, you know, everybody else got a million. All I got was 40. Well, you don't really like me. So. Just That's the about don't like me you. amount. Yeah, I was thinking about giving you nothing. So, yeah. Okay, yeah, so the phone it. calls, okay. Yeah. And I'm, I'm making now. one phone call. <laughs> But wait, so you said the 60 calls, the money. Now, who, what you going to buy first? And then we're going to hear what Tommy, tell me what you going to buy. First thing I'm going to buy, uh-huh. I got, it's two more cribs I'm going to get. <laughs> two, just two more cribs, that's all. They ain't going to okay. be as expensive as you think. And then I'm going to get an airplane that y'all going to When I'm flying by, y'all will know it's me because it's going to be <laughs> solid gold. <laughs> a solid gold plane. I like it. Well, paint it. Paint it. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Paint it gold. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ooh, I'm getting a nasty-ass plane. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is off of 756.6. All right. Huh? Tommy, you said you're making one phone call. One. Yeah. Uber. <laughs> Uber? <it>. Yeah. <laughs> I'm walking right out that house. I'm getting in the Uber. I ain't never coming back. Ever. <laughs> Ever. That boy, that boy, twelve, and I raised that boy good. He's gonna be all right. He got to be mannerable and everything. He's gonna make good with himself in life. He on, he on the right track. He study well. You're saying this. That boy don't need me no more after that. You know, he, I got him a good jump start. That boy good. So, that boy excuse, good. Me, my excuse little, me. My little girl in, in journalism, she doing well in school. All I'm, I'm, everybody fine. I got to walk out of there and keep them clothes. All that whoever whoever the next dude is, he got plenty of cold clothes, shoes, all that stuff. You can't have it. You can have Y'all, you can have that ragged ass Rolls Royce. I'm gone. <laughs> hey, y'all. We're going to go buy this lotto ticket. And you may never hear from us again. Have a great day. Talk to God. Ask God, can you win it too? For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarveyFM.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially, step up like a boss and save the day, or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you, if you could? Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Cause we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, this is Junior, and I have a long standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African American. American community, letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now.